Hi there, I'm James Dapache and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Insolvent trading, good fun team. We've got a scrap metal enterprise in Cooma in New South Wales and it is trading insolvently. The court finds that uh, is fairly uncontroversial and it's not utterly uncontested, but in essence we've got this company who doesn't have enough money to pay its debts as and when they fall due, meaning that it is insolvent. So what happens while it is insolvent? Well, it engages in some further transactions and those transactions are in short to buy a bit more scrap metal and to incur some tax debts, right? So these are obligations to pay. What happens then is the company has a liquidator appointed and the liquidator is quite interested in having a chat to the directors about these debts that were incurred while the company was insolvent. Right. One of the debts related to the purchase of some more scrap metal uh, and a judgment as a result of debt recovery proceedings for that unpaid um, invoice relating to the scrap metal and also some cost orders associated with it. And one uh, was a debt to the ATO, to the tax office. And both of these debts remained unpaid and interest continues to tick over on them. Right? So the liquidator is really interesting, really interesting. Uh, she or he may well be interesting, uh, but the case is that she or he is interested uh, in having a very serious chat to the directors about these debts. Now, I use directors in the plural, and this is sort of the thrust of our discussion today. We've got a father and son, and dad is the sole director for a time when these debts are incurred, the tax debt and the purchase of the scrap metal, right? Dad. And then the interest starts to run. And then right here, dad retires as a director, and son almost simultaneously takes a new appointment. There's about a day difference, right? So, debts incurred in the past, interest starts running, dad retires, son takes up a role as director. So the question the court is asked, um, in short is, uh, it's fairly uncontroversial that these monies are gonna have to be repaid and the directors are gonna have to pay them. But the question is, should dad be liable for the interest that continues to run from the date of his retirement? Does that make sense? Because we've got the debt being incurred, we've got interest running, so it's reasonably uncontroversial, dad should pay that. And then the question comes, well, dad's retired, so should he have to be paying for this interest that continues to run? There are two sides to this that the court had to grapple with. One view says, well, the die was cast. Basically, the interest that has to be paid here was a result of decisions dad made over here. So you can attribute all this interest back to dad meaning that dad should have to pay for the interest regardless of whether he retired or not. The other suggestion is the one that the court ended up accepting, which was that dad's liability stopped when he became a director and son is liable for the interest as it continues from there. Now, there are some really good reasons for this. Uh, one of them is basically the nature of a director's duty. The court says, well, the son came in on this day, what a director has to do is immediately, or as soon as practically possible, come to grips with what a company's doing, 
and take responsibility for its operation. You're, you're familiar with director's duties, and if you're not, we'll have a lovely chat uh, about that another time. But in essence, Sun is there when these further debts are being incurred because the incurring of interest on each day is no longer solely attributable to dad's goof back in the past. It is now attributable to Sun's failure to repay that debt. That makes sense? So dad's not here to pay the debt now. He's retired, he's off, on the, he's off on the golf course or wherever he is. This is attributable to Sun because the Sun has director's duties that he should be turning his mind to. So the court wound back to that question in circumstances where the liquidator was entitled to claw back debts incurred as a result of insolvent trading, can the liquidator claw back that interest after retirement? And the answer the court came to was no. Hope that one helps you out. Uh, perhaps not quite as long or involved as some of our other chats, uh, but hopefully valuable nonetheless. And I hope you have a great and dry day. Look forward to another coffee and another case note with you soon.